welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we watched as kids, the movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by Duck. Duck, how are you today? And I'm also joined by his pet, Charlie. Charlie, how are you? Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to it. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land is that something is that like afghanistan the podcast land maybe (laughs) (laughs) and flatline so welcome to flight of the the navigator Navigator. uh a movie i really didn't watch as a kid i think i maybe watched it once and i was half-assed watching the only thing i remember is the little thing that he steals from the spaceship Mm. this movie i never like watched on my own like choices yeah it was one of those that we watched at latchkey and they would just for some reason i guess they bought this vhs tape and we're like well we're gonna get some use out of it and tell everybody what latchkey is latchkey is a program after school that is for kids whose parents work and so they're not gonna send them home on a bus to an empty house oh i would so they stay at latchkey until their parents come and pick them up gotcha thank you yeah. Is that a weird thing to explain? I just think we have listeners in England. They probably don't have latchkey. They just call it um, maybe the bin or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just did you did you have latchkey? Maybe that is. Like uh, a... We had it was called something else. I don't remember what it was called, but it was called latchkey. Huh. Yeah. No. Interesting. Like it was always in the gym, and you just kind of load up in the gym after school, and they had games and shit like that. But uh, no, it wasn't called latchkey. Yeah, we had it where it was like. It was free play. If it was nice out, we would play out on the playground. It was, it was at my school. That's amazing. And then if it was winter, we'd play inside, and then we would split off and have, like, little classes with our age groups or whichever grade you were in. And then you wouldn't really learn stuff. It wasn't necessarily school. Yeah. But it was, like, they would, like, teach stuff. Like, I learned I learned Cat Stevens' Moon Shadow. I learned how to sing it in sign language. In sign language. <laughs> I think of Drop Dead Gorgeous, that bitch singing that song in sign language. I hope that's you. And wearing the similar dress. <laughs> it, it's a skill I have. I can sing Moon Shadow. To this day. To this day. Oh, my God. I hope we can persuade you to put that somewhere so that everybody can do it. <laughs> That'd be so great. Singing. I was singing for Charlie right there. I didn't, Well, I mean, they can't tell. I didn't want to tell them, and they missed out. That's mean. It's like saying, oh, I got to. I got invited to a party, but did not go. I'm so excited about it. You guys are it. missing out. It was really great. It's moon shadow, you guys. <laughs> so, Flight of the Navigator. I was. I am not a fan of this beast. I thought, mm-hmm. no. I just. I mean, I'm sure at the time the graphics were insane. Maybe if I had, you know, nostalgia behind it, this would have been a much better movie than it was. This movie is very dated. Like. It was made in the early 80s, 80s mm-hmm. yeah, or 80s, I don't know. It was made in the 80s, but <laughs> it we researched looks them. like it was made in the 80s. Yeah, well, I mean, it definitely was. And do you know what I love? It reminds me, um, okay, it doesn't remind me. It shows us, <clears throat> what am I saying? I watch Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and the intro to Stranger Things is so blood drippingly 80s but updated i just loved it and it just reminded me of how great stranger things did at just keeping the integrity of the awesomeness of 80s but kind of refreshed it a little bit mm-hmm. and so i don't know why but watching this made me appreciate stranger things more is that weird to say <laughs> you like 
you like stuff influenced by the 80s better than you like stuff made in the 80s. But well done, though. Well done. I mean... It's just, like, more polished version. This right. Is, this is an unpolished, like, 80s take. Like, This is yeah. raw kids' 80s realness. This is, and it's kind of like, it's a Disney movie. It's kind of like their answer to, like, E.T. and Back to the Future, and they're just trying to get in on that that game. Yeah, yeah. That was popular. Sci-fi got big in the 80s, I guess. Well, because of the space shuttles and shit like that, just even wanting to go out that really, yeah, oh my god, such a good movie. I just introduced Sam to that. We went to the Arclight for their 20th anniversary. You didn't introduce me to it. Well, I'm just saying, I was there for your first watching. Yeah, I've seen parts of it so many times. Which isn't... You watch it in film school, and it's just one of those movies that in film school you're like, yeah, totally, I've seen that. (laughs) Oh my god, it's it's seriously, (laughs) I am so in love with Alien, I'm sorry alien conspiracy theories and i just love just get wigging out an afternoon and do that shit and this is part of the reason this movie i just i saw this is when i was a kid and i just i wanted to play with my mash but close encounters of the third kind (laughs) you what did i just do well we're just talking about the movie theater fine we'll talk about the flan of the navigator (laughs) i said it no i thought you were talking about it already no (laughs) we were talking about when we went and saw the arc light you know that's fine we're moving past it so Flight of the Navigator, it takes... Okay, so this kid has to go pick up his little brother from his friend's house. And on the journey there, uh, natural selection kicks in, and he trips over a branch, and he falls into a ravine. And Right, well, he thinks he hears something, right? And so he goes off into a part of the woods he normally wouldn't go, which is kind of like this part of the movie was scary. because Natural he selection. Sent, he went no. into a part he shouldn't have. Right, but even before that, like, he was freaked out, and his parents sent him to go pick up his little brother. Right. And he was he was freaking out in the woods a little bit. He got scared. He thought he heard something. He went somewhere that he normally wouldn't go, and he fell down a ravine and hurt himself. I feel like sending, like, a nine-year-old to take care of a six-year-old, a seven-year-old isn't really sending help. I feel like you're just sending You're just sending kids out appetizer. into the woods. Right. right. You're just sending more kids out there. I mean, I mean post-term this, abortion. Who knows? Planned parenting. This was, like, a really 80s take because, obviously, like. People I felt mean, safer. From tigers and, and shit like that. I guess there. I don't think there's tigers there. It's Florida. You but, don't know that. Um, there's weird millionaires who die and all their exotic animals. Where do they go? True. The forests right. of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad. This we can't like, make fun of Florida. When I was right a kid, now. so after this movie had come out, um, there's like huge kidnapping cases, right? That like changed the game, like the Jacob Wetterling thing. Yeah, yeah. I grew up. Was in that the... really a big national thing, or was that a Minnesota thing? Because to me, that was important. But I was from the area. Yeah, it felt really important. I think it was a big national thing too. I'm not yeah. sure. But it, in Minnesota, it was. Mm-hmm. And like you couldn't. And Jean Benet Ramsey out, happened right. around that time too. Yeah. Right. Well, she didn't get kidnapped, right? But. Well. Shit got real for a homegirl. We don't know what happened to her. Okay, sidebar on that issue. There's an amazing doc. I shouldn't plug Netflix, but it's so good. Casting Jean Benet. Take a minute and enjoy yourself because you literally see the creation of what looks like to be a soon-to-be pedophile. I don't know. I said it. I shouldn't have said it, but (laughs) it's. Well, I just remember like all of a sudden. I don't remember like the specifics of that case at the time of Jacob Waterland, Mm -hmm. but I just remember. All of a sudden, kidnapping was like an issue, a huge and they thing, like yeah. talked to us about it. I remember one time, 
like running home because I thought a creepy car was following me and I was like, I'm gonna get kidnapped. I used to have nightmares about it. I never thought that I was special like it... enough to get kidnapped. So I really never <laughs> worried. <laughs> I was never See, really I felt worried. Really special, so. Good for you though. That's amazing. <laughs> I was just like, let's go into this dark den. Why the fuck not? Let's do a goddamn thing. Yeah. You got candy? I got teeth. Let's rot them. Let's yeah. do it. You know, and a lot of kids my like I knew were also like freaked out. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Not to say we didn't yeah. run around the neighborhood, but mm-hmm. I had to be home when the lights came on. Yeah, we had to be home by dinner if we weren't uh, situated, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't. Yeah. Uh, so maybe stuff changed, though. In this movie, it was so, like, crazy, the idea that he just, like, left. And also, so he's gone for eight years, but he just wakes up. So you're implying that we're desensitized it. at this moment from the ch- ch- kidnappings. And at this time, it was an extremely shocking thing. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying when this movie was made, it Correct. was, it was I guess more normal. To, oh, like, it was send more normal out, than like, it is now. Okay, I got you. Right to send oh, them out was... like and run, to go through the woods where like kids today would be scared. I don't know if they'd be scared, but like it just when I was growing up, it wasn't a, like as much of a. Thing oh my god, I used to. I mean, I think your city life and me, I'm more rural, and mm-hmm. I always my parents didn't give a fuck. I went. I played in woods with my friends. I guess is what I I'm played saying. in the woods too, but not after dark. And I wouldn't go. Oh no! Okay, I wouldn't no. walk through the woods alone. Right? Could you believe that? That's just lazy parenting. It's like, okay, did you get high in the bathroom and want to cook without the kids here? Because that's rude. That's lazy. Well, I just think like when this movie came out, it was more normal. Like there hadn't been like the national cases of kidnapping. Copy. It was less. I don't know. We're talking about this as if it was like 50 years ago, but it was like. 30 years ago. <laughs> I want to spit on you right now. God damn it. God damn it. Why do you got to bring years into this? I know we're called 80s babies, but we can all acknowledge it without fucking acknowledging it. And the fact that you had to slow say it and stare at me while doing it makes so me a little bad. Bad, yes. Kay. Yes, that's the word I would use too. Also, I think this movie had an influence on like, or is the source of why I'm scared of blimps. Of blimps. I can't stand blimps. They freak me out. I don't like it when they're around. I don't like it when they're, when you can see it. <laughs> Blimp is what scares you. I'm afraid of like uh, drones up in the sky with machine guns on them or something. Like yeah, that's scary. Blimps too. though are like saying, "Hey, it's right here," because at least you can look in the distance. Like, hey, I don't know. I don't avoid like that, that fucking area. In this movie, you know, like if you don't know what the movie's about, you know it has something to do with outer space, and it opens up with them enjoying a nice day at the park, and all of a sudden. It, the music gets ominous. Everyone's like, oh, my God, what is it? And you just see a shadow coming. And it just turns out to be a blimp. But, like. Right, people are freaking. I never lost that fear, you know? <laughs> I get it. A blimp came and they all chilled. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It came. <laughs> there was a shadow. It blocked the sun. Yeah. It was that powerful. Right. You don't know what's coming <laughs> I love you. Ask, talk to you about spiders, too, okay? Like. No. <laughs> A lot of people don't mess with spiders. I'm not alone in that. You're not at all. Uh, so he falls and he wakes up, and it's eight years later. It's eight years later, but he doesn't realize it. Cause right. He wakes up in the woods, right. so things haven't changed there. Um, and he runs home, and an old lady answers the door. He's like, "Who the fuck you be, baby?" Yeah, and he's confused, and he runs upstairs to his room well this is my house and there's just like an old man chilling in a red silk robe <laughs> <laughs> the weird part is that's still his room and his parents sold his ass <laughs> okay they sold his ass 
And it, like, takes a while to figure out that this is a missing kid. Right. Like, again, this is the early 80s, so people have not, like... Like, oh, this kid, he just probably wants some firecrackers and whistle pops. Right. Where's the hoop? He can go push it with a stick down a dirt rope. So he gets brought to the police, and they they bring they realize that he's a missing kid. They're like, whoa. And bring him back to his parents, and he goes up to their house, and they're old. And he looks so disgusted. <laughs> you know what, though? Honestly, I would be grossed out with that, too. I mean, like, yeah, it is. I'm well, older. That's how I look at myself today, honestly. Right. I'm like, oh. I'm sure it's jarring because he had just seen them, what to him was, like, 15 minutes before. And then all of a sudden, they're super old. Like, that's scary. Seeing your parents get old is scary anyway. It really is. It really is. I would say sign me up for this magical woods for this fucking fountain of youth because I will take it to go. <laughs> if it ta- I can fall. I don't know if anybody knows this about me, but I can fall my ass off. So if that's what it takes, you just have this young, charming... Mm, that's... You're just being transported, though, so you would lose out on eight years of your life. Okay, okay. But... But after, like, eight years, all that debt just kind of goes away because they just figure you're dead. That might be perfect for Charlie. Sweet. Okay, so we'll <laughs> sign you up. <laughs> I'm just saying there's opportunities here with time travel I didn't think about earlier. Yeah, sweet. Good for Think you. about what else I could miss. Trump's fucking presidency. <laughs> I think we all want to jump forward through that. No, we need good people fighting the fight. I want to be the lazy person forward in the future. That's like, thanks, guys. I love you. Absolutely. I do that for America. You don't want my dumbass in your fight? Are you kidding me? I'd rather say some stupid dick joke and embarrass the whole party. Although I don't really belong to a party. I used to party by myself. Okay, so we're going there. (laughs) Sorry. So So back to Flight of the Navigator. Like the... I watched this movie a lot at Latchkey, but, like, never really fully paid attention because mm-hmm. it wasn't that great of a movie. But what I did remember from this movie is the kid going missing, and he comes back, and his little brother is now older than him. Yeah. And that was, like, that was trippy. And I remember, like, fighting with my sister and mm. being like, yeah, well, if you go get lost in the, <laughs> the flight of the navigator, I'll be older than you, and then you'll be sorry. <laughs> Did it like ever work out for like, you? It didn't. No, my oh, sister's still older than me. That bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so like her. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I have you as a cartoon and then with like jazzy outfits. I don't know. I had some great outfits when I was a kid. My mom made my like almost my entire wardrobe until I was started school. See, I'm sure they were amazing and great, but in my head, I have like, like compound mormon women outfits and i think you could rock that they were like snazzy little sundresses okay they were really cute mm-hmm. respect and i got to pick out the fabric sometimes that's like, cool i would love tailor-made clothes are you kidding me yeah. i wish somebody would be like hey we're gonna make your clothes today i'm like i will make snarky comments and you can sell your ass off <laughs> <laughs> that's what i have to offer mm. So anybody out there in um, podcast land, if you would like to make me close, I will just make comments while you do it. And that's the payment. Yeah. So he, <laughs> his little brother is older than him, which tripped me out as a Trips. kid. I was like, that is crazy. And <laughs> the brother is 
really funny, like, sees him at the hospital, because they, like, rightly, he, like, has a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And also, they want to, like, keep him under observation, because they don't know what happened to him, or he just didn't age eight years. Now, if you were his <laughs> brother or sister, I'm sorry, would you be envious that everybody was paying him so much attention, because he was like, whoa, what happened? Or would you be like, you are so Me ridiculous. personally, right. yes, I would have. I would have been pissed, but like, <laughs> why wasn't I chosen? <laughs> I was just like, can someone pay attention to me? You fucking but millennial. Like... <laughs> but this brother is not like that. He's super supportive of his brother. <laughs> he leaves. He leaves the room and he says, "Be cool, dude." That's like how I want to leave every room ever. For you should. I wish you would. I could see us at like fucking alcove or some nicer restaurant, like. Be cool, cool guys. Oh, I fucked it up. I forgot you the did. line already. Okay. It was too much. And see, you could pull it off. It was too much for Thanks. me. Yeah, we'll get you there. Pretty soon you'll pull it off. It'll be our thing. We'll be start like, last season's sundresses. I made it work for when I made it work. <laughs> so, basically this movie, it, you come to find out that he was taken by this thing that is just studying specimens of all over the galaxy. Correct. And they're bringing them back to Phalon right, to get DNA samples, and then bringing them back to where they, they were. They learned that humans only use ten percent of their brain. Right. So, as an experiment, or just to see what would happen, they put a bunch of their information into the rest of his brain, the other ninety percent. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, when the scientists hook him up to the machine, it like shows the ship, it shows like where, it, where he's from, and it's like a little messed up that the aliens would do that. <laughs> I wish they would do that to me, as long as it didn't hurt and I was young. Yeah, he doesn't remember it. God, if they offer, like, LIFO or something while they do they could do, like, package deals. Are you kidding me? End space travel? Sign me the fuck up. Right. You're ready for this. I am so ready for this. Are you kidding me? I, if they have a base on the moon, I'd be like, if you can get me a trip out there, you can have two fingers. Pinky and, like, a ring finger. Nothing important. Um, so then he, I'm just like speeding past that. So, (laughs) so he gets taken by NASA and it seems like legit. They're acting like it's cool that like they're going to keep him under observation, Mm -hmm. but he's being taken away from his family that he just got reunited with. Right. That like, even though to him, it's only been a few hours, like realistically, like those few hours have been jarring. Like all of a sudden everyone in his life is older. Like, they have not seen him for eight years. They thought that he was a missing kid. Like, that must fuck them all up. Right. Um, I would so think that... So, in the middle of all that, NASA takes him away and, like, locks him up in a room. As a parent, I'd be like, thank God, because I was like, ooh, we already kind of said our goodbyes with this. Like, we're kind of <laughs> over you at the moment. Less kids is less money. I mean... Sure. So. Well, really, I mean, bye, okay? You were dumb enough to get kidnapped, okay? Oh, that's mean. Um, I'm sorry to all the parents out there who kidnapped kids. Protective services is going to take your cats away. Hey, right? you leave them out of this, all right? I'm already having my own fucking issues with them as it is, <laughs> all right? Excuse me. Excuse me. So NASA keeps them under observation, and this is when we meet Sarah Jessica Parker. And she disgusting. I'm sorry. I felt like. She was weirdly flirting with this young boy. No? Yeah. Like, yeah. and it I get, weird. it was uncomfortable to the point where it's like, girl, you working. You're obviously old enough to have a job, which means this seven-year-old should not be happening for He's you. He's 12. I don't care. Okay, 12 and a 16? 
Ew. That's a yeah. lot of maturing years. But I will say that, like, it has a happy ending, right? Because it goes back eight years to that time. So technically, they're probably around the same age. Except she was hitting on him when he was still 12. But, like, in the end, he goes back to that time but still remembers But if he's everything. 12, so he's 18 and she's supposed to be 16. So he's two years older than her. And we're all supposed to we excuse that. We don't know if she's that. 16. We don't know how old she is. Okay, we just well, know that she's old enough to have this job. A job where she feeds people who are in... Um, government cells yes right i feel like that's a certain level of 21 plus year old in that no sure as i would ask but if he's 18 then it's fair game i mean everybody's grossed out by like men looking at like younger like this is this is disgusting okay this is breaking gender stereotypes and making us all realize that predators are anywhere and everywhere of all genders and of all types sure because homegirl my boo carrie is cruising a goddamn twelve-year-old. I don't. Like I'm saying it. it's gross, but it it has a happy ending because they end up being the same age. Yeah, but she's gonna reject him because that's not her type. <laughs> we don't know that. We do know that because she's into younger dudes. Okay, it's not as bad as that chick from Blank Check. Which you one? Remember he dated. The, like, oh yeah, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> he took the bank teller on a date. She said, "Okay, I'll call you." Call me when you're 18. Gross. Disgusting. But, See? like, as an 18-year-old, that'd be exciting. Like, my 18th birthday, I've already got pussy locked down. <laughs> I've already got my 18th birthday handled. <laughs> I mean, pussy. I said pussy. Oh, look at me all butching, man. So they spend, like, half the movie dealing with the traumatic events of, like, being missing and being gone for eight years, which is a whole separate mind trip. Mm-hmm. But then he actually gets to the ship, and he becomes best the buddies with the navigator. Mm-hmm. With the what's his name? Max. Max. That was right. Max. Which I feel like as a kid, I might have bonded to him a little bit more. I'm like, oh, cool, an alien. How fun. But, like, looking back now, that's just, like, a pumped-up version of the security guard at Jabba's Palace. Sure, yeah. It is. Not, and less... But, for, like, how cheesy and 80s this movie is, the inside of the ship was Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It was cool. It's a cool set. They did, they did good work on that one. They yeah. did good work. Not Labyrinth good, but pretty tight. But yeah. It's good. The, that's when he learns, like... He's been traveling, but they use, they go through light years or something. And he finds so his new best somewhere. buddy whose planet blew up. Yeah, and a cute little puppet So thing. that's literally the only thing about this movie that I remember as a kid is that little creature. I don't remember, like, re-watching this, I didn't remember anything except for when he meets that, and that was it. So that means to me that my cousins own this movie, and the only time I ever seen that little part was when I was at their house hanging out. So I know you care, and I know that was an amazing story I should save for cocktail parties, but yes. there you have it. <laughs> and uh, he flies around, they, he's flies around, and then he can't find their new house because he doesn't remember where he lives. Yes. And so he tells um, his brother. The lengths people went to before Google Maps was a thing. I could you, <laughs> like watching them pull out like maps and all this thing. shit, it's like, oh, could you imagine that heartache? Because yeah. I remember growing up in my, um, oh God, I hate saying that. Everybody had those big, thick fucking U.S. maps in their back yeah. seat of, like, all the states and all their major highways. And, oh, mm-hmm. my God, having to be a kid and be like, so where do I go next? I'm like, 
Bitch, how, I'm seven. How would I know where to go next? Are you kidding me? Go this way, where the little red squiggle goes. Oh, you were supposed, you were the navigator? Yeah, I'm like, that's a lot of trust to put into somebody. That is. Oh my god, I was the navigator in this story? And the movie's called The Navigator. I didn't even think about those levels, you guys. So this you, a, you get his life. I get his life. Um, less entertaining, though. I didn't get to go into outer space. So they zip around, and so his brother shoots up fireworks yes. in order for him to find it. But the special agents get there first. And that's when he's like, what am I going to do? My family's taken. Everything's wrecking. And he's like, and the computer's like, well, you can't go in time, back in time because it'll kill you. It could, no, it won't. It will more than likely kill you. But the little kid's like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll roll the goddamn dice. I miss my mom. That was, I bet you, his, like, ultimate ending. Although he's probably, do you think he'll look up uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? Yes. Because you can't really just like Google. Right. He probably knows where to find her. He's oh, the job. NASA, yeah. The NASA job. Although that might have changed the whole realm of history if he didn't disappear. Would that have the core? You know what I mean? True. We don't know. So what if butterfly effect? She mm-hmm. actually ends up a whore on the side of the street with no teeth. All because he had to go back and see his parents and make things right. Interesting. I don't see the follow through on that, but like I'm sure. What if this sh- hit him having a better life caused for her to have a shitty life or vice versa? So if he would have stayed, she would have had a bright future. No, she would have been fired if he would have stayed because she broke the rules by leaving and telling his family what was going on. I guess. So she would have been fired. She would have been in trouble. So I guess she's a fuck up no matter so how you look both, at it. No, because she risked everything she to risked do everything. what was right to help him. Correct, but that doesn't mean she's going to have a job. And in today's America, right, that means she you're a fuck up. Right, she would have been fired. But right. because he went back into the past, she never had to sacrifice so, her job for him. But at least when he was there, she was a noble human being. Now she's just a whore on the street because she couldn't figure her life out heartbreaking but we don't know that there's no evidence to prove that that's what would have happened well, there's evidence in my head so well that's enough what if that's what pushed her to be carrie maybe wow, levels to this goddamn movie right don't placate me so he goes back in time he says fuck it and then he just wakes up in the woods and then he goes back and everything's normal he has to get ready for what was it, the fair or something? What were they yeah, going to the go fireworks. do? The fireworks, that's right. And uh, so basically, story moral of the story is, boy trips in the woods and wakes up hours later. Although he does have a new pet. Though, so that proved that he time also, happened. He also learns to appreciate his family a little more. Because in the beginning, he hated his little brother. He thought it was so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but his brother was really annoying. But then he appreciates him when he gets back mm. when he goes back in time and he's watching the fireworks like he's nice to his family he's he like appreciates them more he's not so angry and his brother grows up to be a cunt because he grew to be a better person because his brother was missing and he felt bad and he had all these emotions he didn't know how to go through so yeah. like really this kid is just it was his life mission to get lost in time and space and because he corrected it he ruined everybody's lives you're taking this really darkly. I don't know that he ruined people's lives. Their family was happier because they didn't well, have to deal with that traumatic his, event. His brother grew into this really nice young man who cared about him. He could have had some, like, really, he could have gotten a drug problem for all we know. We don't know what happened to him. <laughs> because that's a traumatic event to go through. I'm sure he was messed up in the head a little bit. You think that that 
so seven-year-old had a drug problem? No, but he was, his brother was missing for eight years. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. You, I like, have him hit and rock? Like, I'm just like, he's a fuck like, up. You're being, like, way harsh about, like, I am. the ending not being happy because the ending was happy. Because it's almost just like, or did it happen? Whoa. It did happen because he had the bat and he remembered everything. Okay, he wasn't a bat because he didn't have wings. Um, he okay. just had arms and he hung upside down. So like I feel bat. like you're... He had, a, he, he had an alien friend. Yeah. And I would love that in my life. So I'm sure, like, he is going to be super smart and have a super bright future because he has a bunch of information. Do you think he still has all that? He does still. Yeah, he remembered stuff. Yeah, but do you think he has all the downloaded shit? No, because the spaceship took it back. Uh, Remember? Because the whole reason... That's right. No, I thought they re-downloaded it. Right. So doesn't that mean he has a copy? That just means it just... Oh, maybe. You know what I mean? They well, scan the info. He's going to change the world then because he has a bunch of alien information. He's the guy who came up with Velcro. 100% of his brain instead of 10%. Or he couldn't handle the mental stress of being so smart and he shot himself in the face. Who knows? Maybe. It's whatever. This is like the prequel to that movie with Bradley Cooper where he uses 100% of his brain and it's like a superhero because of it. I think you're thinking of Scarlett Johansson's movie. Lucy? No, it's with Bradley B. Coops. They made it into v- Limitless. I've never heard of it. Isn't that it? And I'm all about Bradley Cooper's, Cooper's body. When okay. he talks, well, it's like... I would like mm. this movie. Yeah? I'm assuming I haven't seen it. I but watched that's what it's about, so maybe... Is his body? Flight of the Navigator is just the prequel to that movie. <laughs> okay, okay, I see this. Well, thanks for so much for joining us, you guys, on this flight of the 80s baby's navigation to our childhood. Whoa! Okay, that sucked. We'll move past it. But uh, please comment, give us a rating or something on iTunes. We love to hear about you. As always, you can tweet us at... 80s Baby Cinema. But uh, keep listening, keep tuning in, and we hope to hear from you next time. Bye!